welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk. I am Frank LaRosa, and I am pleased to be joined by my co-host back in the mix, back from the quarantine, Dale Dempsey. What's up, Dale? How you doing? Oh, it's good to be back. I feel good. It's been a hiatus. It's been a hiatus. I feel like we're like doing this for the first time again, but... <laughs> it does feel a little bit like a little that. Bit, a little strange. It's okay. Right. But we have deep roots, so it's not so unfamiliar. No, we'll get back. It's like riding a bike, but yeah, Dale's trying to use some subtleties about what our topic <laughs> is for today, so... For those of you that are listening, it's been a little bit of time. We're in New Jersey, so we were stuck in our houses and basements and stuff like that for a while. We are back in the office. We're cranking it out. It's great to have Dale back with me here in the office. Great to be and back. It's great to have you. And so, you know, I've been doing some conversations and podcasts recently with some former clients of ours or clients of ours, and everyone's talking about Zoom calls, and I'm going to use Zoom in a generic way, right? virtual calls, video calls, and all this. This is the way of the future. FaceTime. Right, FaceTime, Skype, right, you Skyping, it. whatever. Okay. Right. It's the wave of the future. That's what everyone's talking about. And wirehouse firms are going to get rid of space, and they're going to go virtual and all this stuff, right? And some of that is true. I think some of that is true. I think that as an entrepreneur and a business owner who pays the rent on the building, when I was a complex director, you know, we had these offices, and they were just ginormous offices and advisors had this big palatial office and you know clients came in once in a while but it was just not a great use of or an efficient use of space when you have to pay the rent you squeeze as much production as you can into square footage which is why we're doing my podcast in my office (laughs) move the chairs out move the table in we don't need a podcast studio it's not a good use of space but you know i think that firms are talking about there's been some articles written about firms getting rid of space and having advisors work from home or half the team work from home. Forget about the corona thing, right? Corona Sharoma, as we call it at home, but just moving forward. And I just thought, what a great topic to talk about how I feel about that, how you feel about that. We have a little bit of difference of opinion. And also some of the episodes I just did, episode 45 in particular, where we talked to a client of ours called Stonebridge Financial out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We talked about this and the pluses and minuses. Okay. So you think that firms using, is it the excuse of the <laughs> virus or is it, I see, I wonder if, I don't know if I'm an executive at a big firm right now. Oh yeah. And I know that all of my employees, advisors included are working from home, yet I'm still having to pay the lease and the rent, yep. right? And they're still expected to do their job. Am I using Zoom well, ultimately, the virus, the pandemic as a catalyst to say to them, use Zoom more, be more efficient. You think a lot more firms are looking at how they can kind of squeeze out some of these unnecessary yeah, palatial offices. I think that what's that expression in politics? Don't let a good crisis go to waste. Okay, right, right. right. I think that financial service firms do the same kind of thing over the years where you've had crisis come in whether it was a financial crisis, the tech bubble, all of those things, firms look at those as opportunities to reel in expenses, 
under the excuse and guise of whatever the issue of the day is, right? And right. today it's COVID, right? It's COVID. So I think that there's firms that are looking at it strategically, which they have to, right? So as a business owner, I strategically look at that, which makes a lot of sense. But I also think that there's going to be a lot of firms that are going to just use this as a way to roll back expenses, cut off a space, maybe not the right way necessarily, but certainly not have the advisors benefit from that cost savings. And I think it's compounded because of zero interest rates. So these firms are not making any money on the float anymore. So they're trying to figure out ways to do those things. And they can't do it overnight. You know, if, if you have a five-year term left on an office building, you can't just, you know, cut half the space out. But I can tell you this, every firm that has office space that has a lease that's coming due within the next 12 to 24 months is looking at it right now, thinking about what they should be doing. Let me see if I can connect the dots on this. You're saying that firms in an effort to make up lost revenue are going to try and encourage their advisors to use technologies like Zoom more because they're going to consolidate space that they may have used to meet with clients in the past. So then what happens for advisors, right? Is that maybe that puts their relationships at a little bit of so, a risk? So, right. And, and that's that's sort of where we're going with this. And that is a big concern I have is the pitch to all these advisors, and not just by wirehouse firms, just as a whole, right? To firms about building and growing their business. And you can use Zoom now, again, as a general term, not actual Zoom, but you can use Zoom to build your business. You don't need the office space, work from home, all of those kinds of things. And I think there's a danger in it. There's opportunity in it, but I think there's a danger in it in terms of what it means to the advisor-client relationship. And I liken it to, which is sort of why I have my tree here, I liken it to building or planting a tree with a shallow root versus a deep root. And so building a client relationship via Zoom or remote is building a relationship with a very shallow root. And when you have shallow roots, right, you and I both know we've been through this recently in New Jersey with some crazy storms. When you have a shallow-rooted tree, it's coming over in a bad storm. And if you have a shallow-rooted relationship with your clients and we go through a bad marketplace, you stand a higher probability of losing that client because you never really built a deep-rooted relationship. I hope it's ringing the bell for my fellow millennials who are thinking of ways that they can capitalize on video calls and try to build those relationships. And again, I'm not saying it's... I agree with you. I think it can help, right? I, I but, actually think doing it the right way. Yeah. And we covered this on episode 43, it was, with Mooney Lions, where they talked about how they're using technology. I did that call like in the heat of the virus, right? And so they talked about using it to their advantage. As an example, instead of having, if you're talking about the market or what's going on in, with the political effects on the market, instead of having that call 37 times with 37 clients when they call in, just have one call every Friday. Invite all your clients to be on the call. Obviously, you have to make sure what you're going to say is compliance approved. But have those 37 clients be on that call. And then maybe some of those clients are going to start asking questions. Then there's this interaction going on, right, where one client asks a question that the other client didn't think of. And it's like, wow, that's a great thing. So you're using technology to tighten and build the relationship 
but you're, you still have to solidify it with the personal one-to-one. Right. It's like an enhancement. It's an enhancement. It's an efficiency of time. We talked about it on that podcast. But the reason I'm bringing it up again is because I just hear it so much. I'd love to hear what millennial advisors think about this. If you're a millennial advisor and you're listening to this, a lot of your clients are not millennial clients. And so, yes, it's good to have an initial conversation or it's good to do a quarterly review via Zoom, which is great, saves time. But you still have to make time, which is was emphasized on the podcast 45 with Brian and John, that they still make time at least annually, at least once a year for clients that aren't near them to go meet with them and right. sit in front of them. Look, for you and I, you, you know this, for those of you that don't know, we do a lot of face-to-face meetings with our clients. I go visit with clients all over the country because it allows me to get a much better understanding of you as a client when I'm sitting in front of you and see your body language. And there's things I learn about you that just come out when we're just in the same room with each other. All right. And I've been having those same kinds of meetings and calls via Zoom. And yes, they're great. And yes, it helps me be efficient, but it's still not the same thing. I was thinking about it the other day. I've never been to prison. But I almost That's good to know. That it's good to know. By the way, anybody that didn't know that, and now, <laughs> now it's clear. So just in case everyone is wondering. So all the, like all like the great prison movies that I've watched, there's always some sort of communication that happens like around the bars, and I always think of Zoom as sort of like that, right? You're just looking through a window, and you don't know what's to the left or the right of the camera, and it's such a different dynamic than being in the room with the person. I'll bring that one back to Senator Mr. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> but when I was an advisor, I used to make a point. I'll give you an example of I inherited account you get. You inherit this account and you never go see the client, but you, you know, you're working with them, you're talking to them. That's one level of relationship versus an account that you back in the day, you cold call the person, somehow you got in front of them. You had to win the relationship by going to their house, sitting at their kitchen table. You build a tight relationship. And the other thing you build is sitting there with them and seeing the pictures, like you're saying, so what's on the peripheral? Seeing the pictures of their kids, seeing what's important to them without them saying it, oh, right? Going yeah. into their house and seeing trophies and seeing different things that are going on in the house, the kids, the dog. You're learning personality because there's a lot of stuff that you can have a client fill out a questionnaire, right? And the questionnaire is going to give you certain information. But sitting at their kitchen table or wherever it is, or having dinner with them, or whatever, there's just things that are going to come up that aren't going to come up on a Zoom call. And my biggest concern is that firms are out there pumping this whole thing about, you can take your business virtual, so we don't need to have as much space in the office, which there's some truth to that, but I think that they could take it to an extreme. And I think that that's what I'm wary about, that if you've been in this business for any, any longer than a week, you know that the business does a couple things. They take things to an extreme. I think this is going to be one of those extreme things where they're going to sort of start shopping real estate, making it inconvenient for advisors. They're going to close offices. The consolidated offices. Consolidated offices. You might be listening to this and you're in a location that's not in a main city or main suburban marketplace. And you're in what's called a either remote location or satellite location. And all of a sudden it's going to be, yeah, we're going to leases come and do we're not going to renew that lease, but you guys can work remotely. And, you know, you'd only have to drive an hour and a half, you know, once a week 
to go to the other office. This is a classic case of the disconnect between leadership and the advisor. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's interesting because you say disconnect. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a disconnect or a deliberate thought process. This has been on my mind. I hear it. I'm reading these articles. I hear rumors of different firms consolidating home office locations and consolidating operational areas. And and look, some of that stuff is good as a steward of your business. I totally understand. But when I hear firms pushing a narrative so hard, generally, and I'm, I'm leaving some room here, generally, it's never great for the advisor. So when a firm goes through a comp plan change, they always say, oh, it's revenue neutral. Revenue neutral, everybody. It's revenue neutral always down <laughs> toward the advisor, right? For the advisor, always. I get a sense and I feel that coming. And so I'm just telling people that are listening to this, don't get on you know, this whole huge idea and building this whole marketing plan of I'm taking my company virtual. I think that's a huge mistake. And it sounds great right now, but you know we have an election coming up, in case you haven't noticed. Who knows what that's going to do with the market? And I just think that if you are not building those deep-rooted relationships, you're going to stand, you're going to have issues. Online trading, right? That was a thing, right? Oh, my God, everyone's doing online trading. And some firms went to go do that, and it imploded on them. Those are the kinds of things I would say. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And the more things change with the future of financial services and technology, the more they stay the same. At the root of everything, it's all about the relationship, the one-on-one relationship with a financial advisor, pure and simple. And you are not going to build a solid, deep-rooted relationship through Zoom all the time. That's my high horse. I know you're a little bit younger than me, so you view it a little bit differently than me, which is great. But I just hear it over and over and over again, and I just want to put it out there that everybody that's listening should use the technology correctly and use it to enhance the relationship, not to change the relationship, right? To replace the relationship. That's my big thing. So thank you for listening. If you have any questions or you have any comments, you can DM us, you know, franklarosa.elite. Leave comments in the description below if you're looking at this on Instagram or you're watching us on YouTube, which would be great advisor talk. Just Google advisor talk with Frank LaRosa. You can shoot us an email at Frank at EliteConsultingPartners.com or Dale at EliteConsultingPartners.com. And of course, you can call Dale at 856-316-4653. And if you feel up to it, you can call me at 316-4651. But Dale's always ready to take your phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe and, and hit that like button. Leave great comments. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Love you, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts. <laughs>